welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast. This episode is all about finding your passion. But before we dive into anything, I just want you to know that this is not about finding your passion, but rather remembering or rediscovering your passion. I am a firm believer in the fact that we are born actually at our core knowing what our passions are. And you can kind of see this in kids. So the first thing and the first tip that I have for you, I'm going to just dive right into this episode is think back on your days as a kid and think back at exactly what it is you always wanted to do. Maybe you always used to go in the kitchen and bake, or maybe people always used to say, oh, let's go to the kitchen and bake, or maybe you used to try to go and try to dabble in things here and there. Or maybe when you were young, you had this really big obsession with makeup and you always used to like to get dressed up. You always used to like to do different things. Maybe that is what you wanted to do as a kid. And the thing is, Being a kid is just so easy because we just don't know, you know, whatever is going on around us. We don't have any experience with all the bad or negative negative things in the world. And that is actually a blessing because we are able to actually focus on just one thing and that is what we love doing. And chances are your passions or whatever it is you liked as a kid is pretty much what your passion or your talent or the thing that is going to lead you to live in a life with your purpose and with purpose is actually that very thing. So just a little bit of a history with me. I remember one of my earliest memories was actually going to the circus. So now obviously I don't condone any kind of circuses or circai, I'm not sure, is that the plural, with animals. But back then it was one with these acrobats and it was one with these people who were like swinging from the trapeze and I was just so fascinated by it. Like I just absolutely loved it. And I had this one book and this book was called Debbie Learns to Dance. And I remember it being this book about how this little girl was going to Bali and she was doing these different things. And I just knew in my heart and in my soul that I always loved movement. And I think at one point I actually told people in my family that I wanted to you know be a trapeze artist or be somebody who like moves their body in that way and then I remember that they kind of took that and they just started to laugh about it and just be like oh my god she wants to grow up and work in a circus and she wants to do this and she wants to do that and I just remember as a kid just being like no that's not what I said and that's not what I wanted to do but I kind of just let that go and I just remember always trying to find all these shows where kids were dancing or all of the books where people were doing ballet and I just remember just trying to like teach myself it and trying to learn and I kind of always knew that I loved to dance so I just loved things related to movement but at this period in my life like I didn't have anything that kind of led me to that direction I was not able to take classes I used to cry and beg to go to like different dance classes and stuff and I never you know got to go to the ones that I wanted to and I think when we were really really small my mom had introduced us to gymnastics and I think um 
I don't know if we were having a bad day, but I think one of us actually cried and then we just never went back there. So I, and then after that, I was just like, you know, we were a little bit older. I was probably like nine or 10 by this time. And I just always, not the fact that I was not able to, you know, go to classes, um, but also too, I was kind of telling myself that it's too late. And imagine me at nine years old thinking that I will never get a split. So I will never be a dancer because people started when they were like, you know, super small. And at this point in time, this was the age of not the internet or not the Instagram. So I wasn't able to see any inspiration of people doing this at any later stage in their lives. So I was kind of set in my ways that I'm never going to be a dancer. I'm never going to do anything related to movement. I'll never be flexible. I'll never be strong. And I kind of just let that dream die. And I remember when I was like, Going to high school, I used to find all the opportunities to kind of be in all of the different activities that involved the dance. And I just always used to feel really insecure and uncomfortable because I remember this one time where I did enter this group and they were like doing ballet. And I remember being so happy because I was like, oh my gosh, this is where I belong. Like, this is what I love doing. And I just remember the girls being super, super mean at that point in time. And they were like laughing at me. And I was so like, I, I just didn't have any of the clothes that they had at that point in time, I had actually had a secondhand outfit that like somebody else gave me and it was one of those like latexy bath suit kind of materials with a little tutu attached to it. So I came like so excited, like showing up and I like wore that outfit and everybody else had all these nice clothes and I just remember them laughing at me and I had kind of fallen into the group a little bit late. So it was just for a month that I went to this ballet class, this one class um, and then I got pulled out of it. Like I wasn't allowed to go to it anymore. It just didn't make sense. And I was, a part of me was kind of happy because I, I just felt so sad that all of these girls were laughing at me and, you know, they were in it for longer. They were enrolled since they were young. So I guess they were all friends. And I was just kind of looking like this giant clown, like in my head, like just, you know, loitering around the dance floor, like not doing anything of substance. So I just had such really bad experiences with, you know, wanting to do something so badly and then not being able to, not being given the opportunity to take classes when I was younger. And then even when I was kind of around those things, I just always felt like I didn't belong or just always had all of these self-doubts and was kind of self-sabotaging myself from that young. And it kind of stayed with me throughout and I just kind of gave up on that dream of ever being able to do those things. And it's so funny and I always say it's so, so funny because right now I do yoga and if you take a look at my Instagram, if you take a look at anything that I'm doing, like you would think that I had a background in dance or gymnastics or something, but I am 100% telling you that I did not. And I could not even touch my toes. I definitely did not think that in my 20s, I would be learning how to do a split or a handstand or a backbend or any of these different things. And it's so funny because I never did yoga in my life as well. And I'm just saying it's so funny a million different times because it really honestly is so crazy that you always return somehow to the things that you love doing when you were small. And it didn't click at first because when I started yoga, I was like, oh, you know, this is pretty cool. But yoga has so many different underlying attributes to being able to move your body, being able to be in tune. And it might not be ballet and it might not be gymnastics. It might not be dance. But when I do it, I feel so at home being able to just move my body. And I'm actually being certified in aerial yoga right now. And Again, it's so crazy because when I was doing it, I remember like it took me back to the time when I was about five years old, seeing people in the circus doing these trapeze tricks. And I was like, this is aerial yoga. I'm doing it in a hammock. Like if I told my five-year-old self that later on in life, you know, you could possibly make a career 
out of doing something similar or doing something with your body and teaching people that it is never too late to start. I would have never believed in myself. So looking back on it now, it's like, this is always where my heart was, being able to move, being able to find that home within my body. And if I had just kind of listened to that when I was younger, maybe it would have led me on a different path. But all in all, I ended up circling back to what I loved as a child. So that is my first tip for you. Think about what you like to do when you were younger. Maybe it was art, makeup, cooking, poetry, writing, anything. Just sit down and try to see if you can bring up those memories and see which of them sparks joy. And then try to see, like, the thing is, even though I love dance, that did did not mean that I was destined to become a ballerina. It meant that, you know, you can use the core aspects of what you love, which is movement and breath and being able to kind of connect that into something. So take a moment now and think about what you love to do when you were small and see if that kind of resonates with any kind of career, anything that you want to kind of do for yourself at this point. The second advice that I have for you and how you can remember your passion is think about what people always come to you for advice on. So for me, it would be people always come to me to teach them something. Like I always knew that. Like when I was in secondary school, in high school, um, and I would learn something and I'd be really, really good at it and I would teach myself it. I know that people would always come to me and they would always be like, oh, teach me how to do this. Teach me how to do that. And then I started realizing that I did have a gift for being able to talk and being able to teach. And do you see how stuff is piecing together? So I have this passion I have what I'm good at, which is teaching, and it kind of translates into where I'm at right now at this point in my life. So think about what people come to you for and what they, you know, they always seem to come to you. Like, is is it that somebody is coming to you and telling you, can you teach me how to put on eyeliner or can you teach me how to do makeup in a certain way? Like, think about what people always come to you for and you're going to take one step closer into remembering or rediscovering your passion. Another thing is just think about what you're good at. Just write down a list of every single thing you're good at. So I'm good at talking. I'm good at talking to people, connecting with people. I'm good at teaching. And right now I'm teaching myself more about movement. So just write down everything that you are good at. And I also consider myself good at writing as well. So, you know, maybe in the future I'm going to write a book. Maybe it can be a novel about a girl who always wanted to be a dancer. Like who knows? Just write down exactly what it is you are good at. And I mean genuinely good at, like something that you would do for hours. So think about it. What is something that you would do, you would sit down and you'd be able to do it for hours without feeling bored or without feeling like it's a task or a chore? Whatever it is that comes to mind, I'm not telling you that the first thing that comes to mind is going to be, you know, your future job, but write it down, like have a book, write down what did you love as a kid? What do people come to you for advice on? What are you good at? Just keep writing those things down and you are going to start to see a picture forming. So pay attention to the things that you write down in this book. Another thing I like to think about is if I ask myself the question, if somebody gave me a million dollars, if somebody gave me all of the money in the world, what would I want to do? And the honest answer is I would love to travel the world. I would love to write a book or just write books because, you know, I would have the free time and I would have the financial stability and I would just love to do yoga. So, and maybe even teach as well, like who knows? So, I love asking people that question as well whenever they feel stuck. I would ask them, if you had all of the money in the world, what is the one thing that you would go back to? 
the one thing that you would be like, you know what, if I had all the money in the world, I would still want to do makeup. I would still want to bake cookies. I would still want to do arts. I would still want to do any of these things that, you know, I really feel like resonates with my passion. So if you are feeling stuck, you can ask yourself that question and see where the answer leads you. Another question is that I, well, something that I like to think about is what is something that comes really easily when you talk about it. So let's just say you're talking to friends and they, you know, they come up and they start talking about, I don't know, something like maybe giving advice and you feel like it just comes so naturally for you to be given advice and to be able to, you know, really rationalize what people are going through, maybe connecting on a human level. Maybe you love reading. Maybe you love talking to people. Then maybe your passion is, you know, maybe you want to be a counselor, a life coach, or somebody who, you know, helps people or guides them on their path. So Think about what comes very, very easily to you or what you can talk about for a really long time. So like, let's just say a topic like, okay, let's just say somebody is talking about photography and you're happening, you happen to be in the conversation. Is it something that you talk about, like you're able to talk about for a really long time without feeling like if you are, I don't know, bored or just doing it out of, for the sake of having a conversation? Or is it something that you think you can genuinely speak about for a long period of time without feeling bored or sad or scared? And I know that for me, it would be, I love talking about the benefits of yoga. I love talking about how it makes you feel, how it transforms your body and mind, how it can even speed up your metabolism. I love talking about how breath can actually change the way you operate in life or or the way that you respond to anxiety or stress. And the thing is, I just feel like even though I do these things and I I practice these things does not mean that I'm 100% good at it or this is 100% my life. This is just what I love and what I love talking about and what I love, you know, trying to help people with. Like I'm still on my journey. I'm not 100% perfect. I don't know a million things about yoga. I don't know how to become a breath or meditation coach, but I am trying and I'm learning and this is what I love talking about. And I also really love talking about living your damn life and really taking control of the reins of your own life. So find the topics that really, really resonate with you and, and, and really have you talking about, like maybe you love talking about how people can grow their businesses on social media, then maybe you could become a social media marketing expert, like who knows? Just write down what it is, comes very easily to you and what you can talk about for a really long time. Another thing that I think is really, really important is just something as simple and as primal as what makes your heart leap. When you think about it, what makes your heart leap? And for me, I know like if an Netflix show comes out and it has anything to do with dancing or anything to do with anything related to that gymnastics, ballet, dancing, you know, it doesn't really have a lot of shows on yoga. I don't think it actually has any, but (laughs) anything dealing with that, like my heart leaps. When I go on Instagram, And that's how I started yoga. I actually went on Instagram and I saw somebody doing this pose and I felt this leap in my heart. Like I just felt, I don't know how to describe it. Like if I was remembering myself, like remembering what I was meant to do. And like when I do certain things, I always just feel like if maybe I'm teaching myself yoga, but when my body starts to fall into moves, I just feel like, oh my God, I was meant to do this. Like I actually have this core feeling of being like, this is where I'm supposed to be in life. This is what I'm meant to do. And it comes so deeply when I actually start doing the activity or when I actually like, you know, do a a teacher class. And I just feel so overwhelmed with that feeling of this is this is what I'm meant to be doing. And 
what I'm learning and you move and like it comes so like like butter like all of the years of practice just build into that one movement of maybe finally touching down into splits I just have this sense of this is who I am so what makes your heart leap whenever I see people flowing on Instagram I just feel this like magical surge of being like oh my god I love the way she moves I love the way she connects her breath to the movements I love the way she flows like something about it just I'm so excited talking about it now I might fling away this mic and just start doing yoga at the side because I'm in my studio right now but that's what I want you to feel what makes your heart leap when you see it maybe somebody open up a new bakery and you go to the bakery and your heart is leaping at all these different things or you know maybe you are looking at somebody on Instagram and you are seeing something that they are doing does it make your heart leap does it make you be like oh my god like if your heart is kind of recognizing it before your brain or your soul and it's kind of being like this is you or this is your path so try to look back and see any instance where you feel like if your heart leapt for anything and just see how you can work that into finding your purpose or rediscovering your passion. So purpose and passion are two different things. Your passion is, of course, what you love. Then you're going to have what you're good at. And your purpose is how you can use that to serve others or to help others or add value or make somebody's life different. That's going to be a different podcast episode. But as for this... Just think about all of the things that I mentioned. What do you love to do as a kid? What do people come to you for? What are you good at? What comes easily when you talk about it or something that you can talk about for a really long time? What would you do if you were given all the money in the world? And what makes your heart leap? That is going to be your answer. And that is going to be something that is going to lead you to a version of living your damn life and doing what it is you are destined to do. And I also want to mention this. This is going to be, like I said, another podcast episode, but you can be multi-passionate. And that is something that I think we get scared about because like maybe we love art and we love baking. Being multi-passionate is completely fine. You are blessed and you have these passions and there's nothing wrong with having more than one. But I would suggest to take one for starters and kind of hone in on that. And the thing about it is we have our lives ahead of us. And sometimes we get so like torn between, oh my God, should I start an art business? Should I do a cake business? But that kind of that kind of stops us from actually making the first steps to doing it. And in the long run, that's just going to be really negative because we're never going to get started. So I would say just choose one. Choose one and go straight for it. And the thing is, just because maybe you chose art, just because you did that does not mean you have to stick with that for the rest of your life. Who knows? I might be an author further down the line or I might be, I don't know, a motivational coach or something. Like who knows? I don't know, but I chose to stick with yoga and fitness. And this is where my life is going to take me at this point in time. And I'm really, really happy where I am right now. And I know I have so much more to grow and learn, but I chose one of my passions. And that does not mean that once you choose it, that's going to be the end of it. That's what you're going to have to stick with until your dying day. It does not mean that. So don't think that you have to choose one and neglect everything else. Just choose one to start off with. You can be an art teacher for three years. And then at the end of those years, maybe you decide, okay, well, now I want to start my baking journey. You are never too late to do anything in life and to accomplish anything. So do not let anything stop you from remembering your passions, rediscovering your passions and finding a way to integrate that into your life so that you can really just go out there and live your damn life. There's so much things that I want to talk about with regards to 
remembering your passion, really following it, tangible tips that I want to give you and how you can figure out how you can translate that into something bigger than yourself and something that leads to you finding your purpose. So that is it for this episode. I hope that as you were listening to this, you did feel those kind of heart leaps. Maybe in me talking about this, you kind of remembered something or something popped into your subconscious or something popped into your mind that told you, oh my God, I know exactly what I want to do. Maybe you did not have that aha moment, but maybe you just need to listen to this podcast, take a good sleep, and then try to incorporate all of the things that I talked about, and then you're going to find it. I promise you, you are born with a passion, you're born with a purpose, you are going to find it. So be brave, be patient, be strong, go out there and start living your damn life. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me that you guys sit and listen to this podcast or, you know, do whatever you do and listen to this podcast. Even if you're taking a shower, hey girl. (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much for being here. I am a thousand times blessed to have you. So thank you so much and we'll talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at The Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.